lovelies, and welcome back to A Cup of Tea and a Biscuit with me, your host, Pranusha Naidu. Well, it's been a minute, hasn't it? And the city I live in has just been going through the absolute most. So Johannesburg has had snow, I think the first time in 12 years. And earlier this week, we've had a gas explosion within the inner city. Um, we've had a similar explosion that happened about seven months ago. And it just feels like there was a lot of trauma and a lot of people were triggered by what happened. And speaking of triggers, it got me thinking about some of my triggers and sometimes what and why some things or people have this crazy ability to just set us off, right? It sets us back into a place where we feel like we're either reliving trauma, we're feeling a lot of anxiety, things seem really intense. And to be honest, sometimes it seems easier to identify when we kind of feel this way than really to explain the bloody trigger. And mostly, I think, because our, our actual experience and these triggers are based on our individual experience. And it is something, I mean, which could be a thing, situation, place, or even person that kind of brings about this intense emotional reaction in us, right? Um, a few days ago, I had something similar after interacting with someone. Um, I'd gone out of my way to help someone out, taken time out of my schedule, rearranged things, which in itself is a massive undertaking for me. Um, and apart from my time, I spent a great deal of money and, and put this person first. And they were extremely ungrateful. Never even said thank you. And whilst I was in the midst of helping them out, actually had the goal to ask me um, for additional things and was quite snarky about the help that I'd assisted with. To be honest, my pulse was racing. I felt like the blood was literally pounding and rushing to my brain. And I felt myself just getting heated and, and, and not knowing what was happening. felt like the walls were closing in and the drumbeat was getting louder and louder. Um, I was completely raging and I was triggered. I mean, the same thing happens to me when people comment about my weight. Um, lately, I've gone through a great health spell and I've become probably the healthiest I've ever been in my life. But if people talk about my weight, now they want to talk about how, how much I've lost. But it triggers me because I'm inevitably waiting for them to talk about how negative I look and not give me a compliment because that is what I'm so used to hearing from like my childhood trauma, right? So comments about my size, whatever triggers me, sets me off in the space of anxiety. But I thought, let me just kind of understand this a bit more. Like, what is it that causes us to get triggered? Why do we get triggered? I did a lot of research and a lot of psychologists are saying that they aren't exactly sure how or even why this happens. What is clear from the research that I found is that the brain kind of encodes traumatic experiences or memories differently than it records non-traumatic memories. And interestingly enough, traumatic events are often stored just outside of our conscious memories. So the great memories we're very conscious of and we like to keep in, but it's a bit more distorted with negative memories. And so around future harm and protection, and negative events, when that happens, our brain kind of tries to do this avoidance strategy. And what it does is it tries to almost protect us from experiencing the same trauma again. So our brains kind of associate the fight or flight response that our bodies kind of perpetuate to any 
potential traumatic reminders. It's almost like the behaviors, it could be the sounds, smells. And hey presto, we get triggers. It's quite similar to what you see with patients that experience PTSD, right? And triggers can sometimes feel like one, feeling scared, panicked, you're anxious. Other individuals might feel they have a racing pulse, heartbeat or sweating. It sometimes has you feeling like you just want to escape, you need to run away. It's experienced also as like feeling of losing of control or losing control of your emotions. Physical tension, there's clenching of fists or jaw, negative thoughts. Some people experience flashbacks, so they might feel as though they're reliving the entire experience. And for others, it might even be a delayed response. So you might have a delayed outburst of anger, sadness, or anxiety for that matter. The only thing that all of these myriad of symptoms have is that triggers are often unexpected. So we can all react quite differently, but we're never sure when it's going to take place, right? So managing them and putting in some kind of management strategy in place is quite challenging. And one of the first ways we almost need to have this ability to recognize when they're happening is kind of understanding, first of all, how are we feeling? Paying attention to our emotions. Um, it's also quite helpful to make a note of what is bothering us, you know, listening to ourselves. And more importantly, checking our feelings and on ourselves, giving ourselves some grace and giving ourselves some time to actually go through the motions. Now, that's all about kind of knowing what, what it looks like and, and knowing how to identify them. But as much as we can recognize them, the crappy part is like, this isn't something you can cure. It's not like we can pop a paracetamol tablet and Bob's your uncle, it's gone, you know. The answer to this is this actually requires a lot more work, and that is managing our emotions. And more importantly, it's about trying to unpack where that emotional trauma is kind of stemming from. And then to practice, one, awareness, and then mindfulness. So I went to find some cheat tips, as I usually do, to see how we could kind of manage them. And some of the advice that I've picked up on is that some of the quickest ways to understand and recognize when we are triggered and how to manage our reaction is, one, memorizing our reaction. So if we notice how this kind of emotion makes us feel, so if we know we're getting angry or is your stomach kind of turning, your heart is racing, if that's the kind of feelings you get when you're feeling triggered, you kind of know that it's actually happening, right? The second thing is, and I'm a huge advocate of this one, is to take a break. You know, you don't need to respond immediately. Um, this is what I put into practice and how I use this one to manage my own triggers. As I walk away, I take a deep breath, end conversations, <laughs> step away um, and take some time before I can form formulate my kind of response. The next step is about understanding your feelings. So... It's allowing yourself to feel, be real, be human, but without reacting. So feel, as they would say, feel your feels, I think is the saying. And if you need to, keep a journal, you know. And I think when you do those kinds of things, the key thing to remember is do not judge your emotions or do not judge yourself. Your feelings are valid. So don't feel like you need to justify them or don't feel like you need to judge them. They're, you felt a way a certain way for that matter, hurt, angry, whatever. But your 
your feelings are valid. So, so don't add judgment into the mix. Um, the fourth step that was recommended was to say that if you're unable to completely manage, like if this is so intense, if you're so triggered and something is, is really traumatic, there is no shame in seeking help. And a professional could probably give you a lot more sound advice and help you actually navigate this challenge as you go forward. And I love a good self-care Sunday. And the last step is all about self-care. It helps you manage your level of stress. Overall, it helps you maintain a sense of calm. And to be honest, it's just a great way to prioritize yourself and your mental and emotional well-being, right? So whatever your self-care practice is, develop something that is sustainable and allows you to have a routine that allows you to maintain and foster and keep that state of calm. You know, there's nothing more valuable than your sense of peace, right? And the key thing to remember from all of this is that our triggers are rooted in trauma, right? Our response to it is a way in which our brains are trying to protect us and it's going to manifest in ways that are maybe really exaggerated. And at the time, the actual experience that trigger is triggering you might seem completely inconsequential or insignificant. But there's some deep-seated trauma that probably we haven't unpacked or learned how to cope with, um, which probably requires some attention from us. Emotional regulation and management techniques and skills can usually help you kind of navigate these situations and develop maybe healthier and better coping mechanisms. But I think critical to all of this, my lovelies, is that you don't need to do this alone. If you need to, you seek the help of a professional. We all need a little helping hand now and then. And apart from helping with coping mechanisms, you know, this person can help you unpack and deal with the actual trauma. But if you are getting triggered, you know, feel your feels, do what you need to, but understand what it is, what's triggering you and how you can manage them and move forward. And on that note, my angels, I hope you stay well. You're safe. Hopefully no more gas explosions in my city. Keep your fingers crossed. And until next time, I wish you love and light. Take care.